0: Two, one. Seven things you probably didn't know, you need to know. I'm Jamie Easton. This, this is the standards. Hello and welcome to the weekend edition of the Smart 7. We've got the biggest, best and strangest stories of the week for you in the next seven minutes. Remember, if you're listening to us on Spotify as part of your Daily Drive playlist, you can just hit the follow button to get regular Smart 7 updates. With a new episode each weekday at 7am. In a week that was dominated by Afghanistan and the rush to evacuate as many people as possible before the Taliban's August 31st deadline, the US and its allies airlifted over 100,000 people from Kabul airport. Then on Thursday evening, an attack from ISIS group ISK saw bomb blasts just outside the airport gates leave over 100 dead and many more injured, including US troops. Late Thursday, US President Joe Biden faced the press and vowed to continue the evacuation, but first paid tribute to the servicemen who lost their lives, speaking as a father as well as Commander-in-Chief.
1: You get this feeling like you're being sucked into a black hole in the middle of your chest. There's no way out. My heart aches for you.
0: When it came to ISIS-K, he didn't mince his words, saying he knew who was responsible and that he'd grant whatever forces his military commanders require.
1: We will hunt you down and make you pay.
0: Becoming somewhat emotional and reiterating that the buck stops with him, he ended with a message to all citizens stuck in Afghanistan, saying it was time to end this 20-year war. We will find them and we will get them out. The man who sent British troops to Afghanistan 20 years ago, former Prime Minister Tony Blair, has been commenting on the Biden-led withdrawal. He referred to the decision to withdraw as based on an imbecilic slogan which promised to end the forever wars in a blog post. He then appeared on the Sunday morning talk show saying that the efforts over the last 20 years achieved a lot. The
1: sacrifice was not in vain. What we achieve in Afghanistan matters today. It's, it's
0: tragic what's happened. I think it's unnecessary. I think we've made a serious mistake in doing this in this way but it isn't over yet. He also thinks there was no need for a full withdrawal of troops and that it will open the door to Al-Qaeda and a potential terror threat. We could have managed the situation. And the problem with what, what's happened now, and this is, this is my worry, is that it's not just about the Afghan people and our obligation to them. One of the key planks of anti-vaccine propaganda was removed yesterday as the FDA officially approved the Pfizer vaccine. Anti-vaxxers are fond of calling the COVID vaccine a clinical trial, despite the fact that it's had one of the largest and safest vaccine rollouts in history. Acting FDA Commissioner Janet Woodcock.
1: The public can be confident that this vaccine meets the FDA's gold standards for safety, effectiveness and
0: manufacturing quality. And as soon as it was authorised, Joe Biden called for those who've been hesitating to get the shot. It's also expected now that it's FDA approved that both public and private organizations will now require mandatory vaccination.
1: If you're one of the millions of Americans who said that they uh, will not get the shot until it has full and final approval of the FDA, the moment you've been waiting for is here. It's time for you to go get your vaccination and get it today. Today.
0: Scotland's experiencing a surge in cases, with 5,021 making a record high for the second day running as schools reopen. Meanwhile, analysis from the Zoe Covid study suggests that protection from two doses of the Pfizer or AstraZeneca vaccine begins to wane within six months, which means that a booster programme of third jabs may be essential. Lead scientist Professor Tim Spector says whether or not there is a further immunity drop-off is a big unknown.
1: Our reasonable pessimistic guess is that by the end of the year these percentage protections will be down to about 50% for both of these vaccines. Just after the vaccine, you were 90% protected. So uh, it was much, much better. And, you you know, tenfold less risk. Now it's only twofold less, say, by the end of the year, which means you are going to get many more deaths, more hospitalizations. Still to come on the standout seven, tributes to the Rolling Stones' Charlie Watts and the Nirvana Baby
0: Wants a Word. Right after this. You're listening to The Smart 7. If you're enjoying it, you might also like The Smart 7 Island Edition. Just search and follow us on your favourite podcast platform. Day two of the Paralympics in Tokyo brought an avalanche of medals for Team GB, with five golds across four sports, including equestrian, swimming, cycling and a fencing gold for Piers Gulliver. And having already won silver, Tully Kearney went one better and picked up a gold, all after being told in Rio 2016 that she might never swim again. She says it's all thanks to her mum. And if it wasn't for her forcing me to get back in, I would not have pushed and been able to get back to this level. Even 19 days ago, I was in so much pain on my shoulder that I, we didn't think I'd be able to race. It's just crazy, it hasn't sunk in yet. Fellow Team GB swimmer Mae Summers Newton not only won gold, she also set a new world record along the way. I just knew how badly I wanted it, so tonight I just thought, try your absolute best, put everything that you've got into it. And on that last length, I just thought, put your head down and go. It's incredible. I can't believe it. It's one of the defining images of the 90s, the naked baby floating in a pool reaching out for a dollar bill. But now that baby's all grown up and he's reaching out for a lot more than one dollar bill, the star of Nirvana's Nevermind album, Spencer Eldon, has launched a lawsuit against the living members of Nirvana and Kurt Cobain's estate, alleging sexual exploitation and claiming they never had permission to use his baby picture. He's looking for a payout to cover lifelong damages, but he seemed pretty cool about the whole thing back in 2016.
1: I went to a baseball game on opening day at the Dodgers and I was looking out at all the people and I was like, man, all these people have seen my baby penis. It'd be nice to have a quarter for every person that has seen my baby penis.
0: There was really sad news on Tuesday as one of rock and roll's greatest drummers, Charlie Watts of the Rolling Stones, died aged 80 in a hospital in London. He joined the band in 1963, and his distinctive drumming style was part of their huge success, which spanned almost 60 years and saw them hailed as one of the world's greatest ever rock bands. He was eternally modest about his rock and roll stardom, as captured in this 1990 documentary. It's
1: work, isn't it? I mean, I just don't think about it, actually. best not to. I mean, dead years ago, I thought
0: about it. Tributes have flooded in from the music world, including Elton John, Questlove, Joan Jett, Ringo Starr, and fellow Beatle, Paul McCartney. Rest in peace, Charlie.
1: Charlie was a fantastic drummer. Steady as a rock. Love you, Charlie. I always
0: loved you. Beautiful man. This has been the Standout 7, the best of the week from the Smart 7. We'll be back tomorrow, 7am, with the Sunday 7. Have a great rest of your weekend.